0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nostalgic Mystery Radio. I'm your host, Stevie Kay, and it's my honor to bring you the radio shows of yesteryear. For this episode, I bring you Agatha Christie's Ordeal by Innocence, where a man is found guilty of murdering his mother and dies of pneumonia in prison. Two years later, Dr. Arthur Calgary comes forward and can confirm Jackal Argyle's alibi. This will be a three-part series, so sit back and relax. And I hope you enjoy this nostalgic mystery radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Uh, do you remember your name? Calgary.
2: Dr. Arthur Calgary. Why wouldn't I remember? You've been under a long time. Under? How long? A little over a year.
1: That night, before you caught the ferry, do you remember giving anyone a lift? Um,
2: yes, a young man caught in a rainstorm. Was that Jekka?
3: This is yes. the mysterious Dr. Calgary. He's come to Sunny Point
4: to help us. These are my children Mickey, Tina, Mary, and her husband Philip. Hester, you've met, and Kirsten Lindstrom is our housekeeper, one of the family. And this is Gwenda, Gwenda Vaughan, my my secretary. What's this all about, Dr. Calgary? It's about Jacko.
5: He insisted he had an alibi. Someone picked him up hitchhiking. The police said it was the kind of lie Jacko would come up with. Jacko was innocent, and if it wasn't for the most
2: terrible set of circumstances, I could have proved it. I am his alibi. I was the man in the car.
3: Why did you come here, Dr. Calgary? Why did you have to come? Don't you want your brother to have justice? Jacko's dead. It's not him who matters now, it's us. Don't you see what you've done to us? It's not the guilty who matter, it's the innocent.
5: (laughs) If Jacko didn't do it, then someone here in this room did. Come on, you lot. What's the betting? Which one of us is the real killer?
4: Ordeal by Innocence by Agatha Christie. Episode two.
2: Superintendent Hewish, thank you for seeing me.
1: Not at all, Dr. Calgary. How may I help you? I'd actually
2: like to help you with the Argyle case. Don't you think you've done enough already? I'm sorry? Stirring it all up again? It was Jacko's dying wish that his name be cleared. Would you rather the real murderer had got away with it for good?
1: I think they will get away with it anyway. It's a cold trail. No new evidence except your statement which proves that one of the family has to be lying, but there is no real way of telling which one of them it is. Then we have to interview them all.
4: I did, last night. And? They all stuck to the same story, some cock and bull about a burglary. They're not going to give anything away. That doesn't make sense.
2: If you don't find the killer, the whole family is under suspicion for the rest of their lives. They must want to know the
1: truth. They know the odds of us catching the killer after all this time, even if you don't. At least if they all agree to tell the same lie, they can sleep a little safer in their beds at night, and I'll have no more murders to deal with at Sunny Point. Can you imagine what it will be like for them, year
2: after year, looking at each other and wondering? How can they ever trust each other? I
4: could interview them again, but I know what they'd say. We may never know the truth. No, you're right. There's no point.
2: Let's just leave the case open and leave them be.
4: It's in the papers. Already? Let me see. No,
6: Philip, we don't want to know what they're saying about us.
4: I do. It's just the facts so far. Dr Calgary's evidence proving that Jacko was innocent.
3: That's just the beginning, though, isn't it, Daddy? Next thing, they'll be on the phone, outside the house, asking our friends all about us. If we still have any friends. Don't say that, Philip. You know,
1: it's true, Hester. People will steer clear of Sunny Point when they realise there's still a killer on the loose here. What will your Donald Craig think?
3: He... He won't believe the papers. Of course he won't. Philip, don't tease her. It's all right for you to revel in all of this, Philip. You're the only one who's safe from suspicion.
1: How do you work that out?
3: You can't walk.
7: How could you have killed anyone?
1: My trusty wife and nursemaid will do whatever I tell her. I'd be guilty as an accomplice.
7: Don't even joke about it, please. Mary is right. We must not begin to harbor such suspicions. None of us did it.
4: Exactly, Kirsten. Like we told Superintendent Hewish. It was a burglary that went wrong oh come on
1: do you really think he believes that leo do you think the papers will
4: i think the papers will soon find something else to write about and the police seemed to be just going through the motions if we stay strong stay together we can get through this
6: leo the daily herald is on the phone they'd like an interview no
4: and tell them not to bother sending a reporter (laughs) it might be too late
2: Get off this property or I am calling the police. I've just come from the police. Good morning, Miss Lindstrom. May I come in and
7: speak to the family? I think you have said quite enough. You
2: don't understand. Goodbye, Dr Calgary.
7: Dr Calgary? I can't believe you have the nerve to
3: come back here.
2: Hester, please, I want to help.
3: That's what you said yesterday and now we're falling apart.
2: I'm sorry, I thought I was ending something. But now I see I was starting something and now you're all dreading what might be coming next. That's why I've come back because no-one should have to live with that dread. This needs to be finished. And it's my responsibility to finish it.
3: How are you going to do that? (laughs) He can't.
7: Tell him to go.
2: Will you let me come in, Hester? Please.
7: Oh, it's you. Hester, let him in. I'm sorry, I, I had no choice.
1: Morning, Dr. Calgary. You come to tell us you dreamt it all? It's all been a big mistake.
2: Unfortunately not.
4: I can't change what's happened but I can try to make it up to you, and to Jacko. I don't see what you can do. The police practically admitted the case will remain unsolved. I know, that's why I'm here. Uh, Where are the others? Tina works at the library. Mickey lodges in Drymouth. Gwenda, (coughs) Miss Vaughan, is dealing with a phone call. I'll speak
2: to them later. Hopefully, if you've all pitched in, they'll feel duty-bound to follow suit. Pitched in with what?
1: What are you suggesting?
2: It's a long shot, but I'd like to talk to you all, one-to-one. See if the police are right that there really is no other new evidence that might shed light on the case.
6: You want to interview us. What right have you?
2: My accident prevented me from doing the right thing while your brother was still alive. I could have saved him. Your mother's murder could have been solved. It's my responsibility to do the right thing now, not let this fester for the rest of your lives, destroying you all. We
4: won't let it destroy us.
2: You have no choice. Unless you're all murderers, then some of you, most of you, are good people. You deserve to live your life without being crippled by suspicion and fear. We don't care what other people think. Hester cares. And I think you do, Leo. You care whether your children can look you in the eye.
1: Or if they think you have something to hide.
7: What if you make things even worse?
1: I think we should give it a go. No.
7: Philip, remember what we agreed.
1: I didn't agree to anything. I could talk to who I like. And this time, I'm going to tell the truth. Whether the rest of you do or not, that's a matter for your consciences. If you're innocent, like me, you have nothing to fear. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate this. There won't be much help. I was stuck in my room when Rachel was killed. I only know what people told me. Still, if you could run through it, at least. Um, Rachel was in her study. Jacko went in at 6.30, asking for money. Rachel refused. They argued. We thought he'd brooded, gone back, struck her with the poker and made off with the cash. But now, it seems, he left after the row and and someone else went in after, Framed Jacko. He had a history, he had some money on him. We thought he had no alibi. And you've never suspected it wasn't him? Not for a moment. Uh, After the initial shock, everyone has just carried on as normal, happier than ever. Happier? Isn't that a little strange? Leo found comfort with his secretary, Gwenda i never seen him so content. Hester found romance with Donald Craig. Mickey and Tina moved out. Pretty much everyone seemed to find a fresh start. What about you and Mary? Mary thinks she's happy as long as we're together, but I... I- I'm sorry to confess that my interest in your case is not purely to assist you in achieving justice. Then why? I'm bored to death. I lived the life of a pampered child, and I've been powerless to change it. But now, Maybe I can be useful. Since you came, I've been watching them. They're not so happy now. Most because they're wrongly under suspicion, but one of them because they're finally under threat. Between us, I believe we can find out who that is. What part do you propose to play? You can interview them. Maybe you'll find something out. But the rest of the time, I can watch. Talk to them when their guards down. Say the things you can't. Try to trip them up, trap them into telling the truth? I know them.
2: They're bound to give something away. Isn't that rather dangerous for you? I think it'll be rather fun. Tell me everything you know.
3: It has to have been a burglar. Please,
2: Hester. You must have agreed to be interviewed for a reason.
3: I felt bad for yelling at you yesterday.
2: So you've got a conscience, too.
3: I can't tell you anything more about that night. I don't know anything, honestly.
2: Then tell me about your mother, Rachel Argyle. What about her? She wasn't your real mother, was she?
3: None of us were her children. We were evacuees, orphans, mostly. But she treated us like her own.
2: And you loved her like your own?
3: She gave us everything we could ask for. So why did you run away? I should have guessed. Philip has been filling your head with stories about all of us.
2: You didn't run away, then?
3: Not because of Mother. It was me. The way I am, I... I was young, stupid, thought I wanted to be an actress. Mother said I wasn't cut out for it. She was right.
2: Did you resent that?
3: How could I resent her after everything she'd done? Mother tried her best. She took us all in during the war. She kept us. She set us up for life. None of us had any reason to hurt her. Someone did.
2: Who do you think it was, Hester?
3: If I knew, I would tell you. I would have told the police. If Don thinks it's me... Your fiancé? He's not my fiancé yet. He might never be now, unless you find out who did it. So that's why you're helping me. I'm a good person. I want to get married and live happily ever after. You've got to help me, Dr Calgary.
7: Would you like me to fetch you some more tea, Philip?
1: No, no, I'm fine. Don't go, Kirsten. Talk to me.
7: We've talked enough today, I'm sure. What have you been telling Dr Calgary about us?
1: Only the truth. You have nothing to worry about.
7: We should all be worried now, especially you.
1: Is that a threat? Should I make
7: my own tea now? I love this family. I do not want any of them to come to harm. But now with him asking questions and you playing games, I fear someone will be harmed.
1: Who do you think it was, Kirsten? You know us all better than anyone. Just say
4: a name, an initial.
7: Philip, be on your guard against all of us.
4: My wife loved children, but unfortunately, we were unable. So you chose to adopt? Rachel set this place up as a home for evacuees during the war. We brought Kirsten in to help. She'd come over from Sweden, a very able nurse, good with children after the war some of them went back home but the ones who'd lost both parents or whose mothers couldn't cope alone we kept them on here afterwards they became our children you didn't mind her lavishing your money on them? of course not I loved them I still do and besides it was her money well I I didn't know she was very generous so
2: she may have given Jacko the money that night After all, if he was telling the truth about me, he was probably honest about that, too. Possibly. I just assumed. What, that Jacko was
4: lying? Were you the main beneficiary of your wife's will, Mr Argar? The estate was divided equally between the children and me. Kirsten also got a small annuity. So you all benefited from your wife's death in financial terms? Apart
2: from Miss Vaughan, of course, your secretary. Did your wife like her?
6: We go out, Philip. Lean Forward. Get some fresh air.
1: Do you think it was Mickey?
6: We could go home. You'd like that?
1: I would have done before. But now I'd rather stay.
6: It won't take me long to pack.
1: I'm having the time of my life.
6: Did you say something to Dr. Calgary about Mickey?
1: Just that he didn't like your mother all that much.
6: What did you tell him about me?
1: I think you should tell him yourself, Mary. Tell him why you lied. Pretending you never left our room.
6: It wasn't me or Mickey. If it was anyone here, it must have been Kirsten or Gwenda. They're the outsiders.
1: I see. It doesn't take much for you to turn on someone. I wonder Kirsten was scared.
8: I didn't kill Rachel. I never said a cross word to her.
2: You were scared of her, Miss Swan.
8: You we were. All the children tried to escape one way or another.
2: So they all might have reason to lash out at her.
8: Never if dared. None of us could stand up to her.
2: Not even her husband?
8: Leo, least of all. He'd been trapped the longest.
2: And he... he needed her money. But of course, he has that now. And he has you, too.
8: There was nothing between Leo and me before. He was so unhappy he couldn't even imagine being free and now it looks like we never will be. It's like she's still alive, ruining things for the rest of us.
2: That's why you have to tell me. Who do you think did it? Calgary! Fancy a catch-up over lunch? Oh, I should press on. Just a couple more interviews here, and then into town to track down Mickey and Tina. You should call by
1: the picture-drome, too. See Jacko's wife. His wife? What well, did everyone just forget to mention her? <laughs> they were only married a few weeks. Never even lived together. She was just some floozy. The picture drone. That's where he was going when I gave him the lift. He was arrested before he got there. She won't know anything much. But it might be worth you meeting. What about our list of suspects? Any breakthroughs? Gwenda was refreshingly candid about your late mother-in-law. Yes, you'll find those of us who haven't been here so long are more forthcoming. Have you unearthed anything? A warning from Kirsten. And denials from my wife everyone's on edge they only need a little push i'm seeing mary next she's the only one you haven't told me much about in a way she's the one i know the least sounds mad to say that about my own wife but, but sometimes i want to shock her just to see who she really is
6: i took a tea tray to our room mine and Philip's. We were there until we heard Kirsten scream.
2: You didn't leave the room?
6: We were playing cards.
2: Philip says he went to sleep.
6: I I like to be there in case he wakes and needs help.
2: He says you're suddenly eager to move back home.
6: Do you blame me? (laughs) The atmosphere since you came.
2: (laughs) Don't you want us to find the killer?
6: I know it wasn't either of us. That's all that matters.
2: What about the rest of your family?
6: Earlier that day, I heard Mother and Gwenda arguing. Mother said, you will never have my husband.
2: And if it was Gwenda, you wouldn't care too much? Just like you didn't care too much that it was Jacko. I
6: just want to go home with my husband before your little games get him killed.
7: Your lunch, Dr. Calgary.
2: That's very kind, but I'd rather talk to you, Kirsten.
7: I have nothing to say to you.
2: Not even if I tell you some people think it was you?
7: Because I was the one who found the body? that's understandable
2: that's not why it's because you're not one of the family
7: I have been here longer than all of them except Leo I came to help Rachel with the children I stayed to look after them you
2: stayed for them, not for her
7: she liked to think of herself as their mother but I was the one they ran to and now I'm the one they blame (laughs) but I did not do it
2: so who did? you must have some idea
7: of course I do I have said so all along. It was Draco. I loved him and I am sorry he died, but he was no good and he killed her. Somehow, it was Draco. Leo? Oh, Oh,
1: I'm sorry, Gwenda. I thought he was alone. Just uh, wondering if I could have a word.
8: Not now, Philip.
4: I was just telling Gwenda she could go if she didn't wish to be sullied with this scandal.
8: And I didn't dignify his suggestion with a reply.
4: Are you sure you still want to get married?
8: We can go away somewhere abroad.
1: If I were you, Gwenda, I'd run like hell.
7: Donald Craig is here, Mr Argyle.
4: Oh, some happy news at last.
7: He does not look happy and Hester is not with him.
4: He must have broken it off.
1: What did I tell you, Gwenda? Run like hell. (laughs) Mickey!
2: I've been looking for you everywhere. I had a
5: feeling you'd be back, Calgary. I've been talking to your family, uh, trying to see if the police have missed anything. Obviously missed something. I hear you didn't get along with your mother. No one could have
2: missed that. On the contrary. The outward impression is that she was a fine, unselfish woman, devoted to her children, and who doted on
5: her. I hated her. I wasn't an orphan like the others, but she still kept me. She convinced my real mother I'd have a better life here. Then my mother died. Well, you think if you'd stayed, she might be still alive? I'm not such a romantic, but I loved her all the same. And I hated Rachel Argyle. She ruined my life. Yet still they all thought it was Jacko. So did you. I just went along with everyone else. There was always something. What? About the way she was killed, the violence of it. That didn't seem like his style. Jacko was a liar and a cheat, but he kept his hands clean. What do you mean? That he poisoned her? Get someone else to do it for him. Like me. (laughs) It's too late to prove anything now.
1: (laughs) Esther?
3: Oh, leave me alone, please, Philip.
1: Leo told me. You turned Donald down.
3: (laughs) What we don't understand is... Why? He said none of it mattered. He still wanted to marry me. I wanted to believe him, but when I looked in his eyes...
1: I understand.
3: I don't. I thought if he loved me, he'd know I could never... It doesn't
1: work like that,
3: Esther. How could he marry me, always wondering?
1: You think love conquers all in the beginning, but sooner or later, you wake up and (laughs) realise...
3: Some part of him thinks I'm capable of killing Mother.
1: Then you did the right thing turning him down.
3: It's all right for you, Philip. You're in the clear. You've got Mary. You've got everything. Shh, come here, little Esther. Don't cry. I'll always be alone. No, you won't.
6: <laughs> Philip! Philip, it's time for your. Oh!
3: oh! Mary, I, I'm sorry. Oh! I didn't...
6: Tester, come
1: back here! It's not her fault. She was upset.
8: I I was just comforting her. I loved my mother. I'd have no reason to hurt
2: her. I've talked to everyone else, Tina. They've told me how it really was.
8: The others might have had problems with Mother. But she looked after me and I loved her. I miss her.
2: Do you miss Jacko?
8: Not really. Everyone had a problem with Jacko.
2: Philip says you're like a cat. You only care for those who are useful to you. Apart from Mickey. He thinks the two of you might be in love.
8: Philip's got his own problems. He's a clever man. He thinks a lot. But he doesn't know me. Not really.
2: Do you know who did it, Tina?
8: I hope I don't know anything.
2: What does that mean?
8: I love the family I have left. I don't want to lose them.
2: Where's Hester?
6: I wish I knew. Then I could get my hands on her. Is this why you've been wanting to stay here? Because of Hester?
1: Nothing happened, Mary. It's this
6: place. These people making you ill. What are you doing? Packing. When we get back, I can take proper care of you.
1: I'm staying here. I'm writing up my findings for Dr Calgary. And then I'll go and see him at his hotel. I'm going to get a room there, too.
6: What are you talking about?
1: I I need to get away.
6: We're going home to our flat!
1: Away from you! I need time on my own.
6: You can't cope! You need me!
1: I can do more than you think.
6: Please, Philip. Let me stay. I'll I'll write it up for you.
1: No, thank you, Mary. I can manage it myself.
8: I'm glad Jacko's been cleared.
2: You're the first person to say that, Miss Clegg.
8: It's Mrs. I married again three months ago. To Joe Clegg. He couldn't stand Jacko.
2: Well, maybe he'll think less badly of him now.
8: Oh, it wasn't because of what he did to his mum, what we thought he did. Joe hated him because Jack wasn't what you'd call the steady type.
2: He cheated on you?
8: I don't know how he did it. He wasn't good-looking, just got this way about him. You'd find yourself doing anything you wanted. Mind you, it came in useful. My boss here, old cow. Jacko could flatter her, get me out of any kind of trouble. She was crazy about him.
2: And so were you.
8: Must have been. Never thought it would last, though. Not like with Joe.
2: Did you really think he'd done it? Killed his own mother for money, even though he said he didn't?
8: You could never believe anything Jacko said.
2: Do you think his mother would have given him money?
8: I'd never met her, so I couldn't say.
2: You never met her?
8: It was our secret, see? He said they might cut him off, but they weren't too bad, it turned out.
2: Well, you met them afterwards.
8: Yeah, I thought I should, before it came out in the papers. That foreign woman was the worst. It's impossible, she kept saying. It's impossible he should be married to you. Well, married we are, I said. And not in a registry office, neither. In a church. Jacko's dad was much nicer. He gave me an allowance.
2: So you don't know which of the family might have let Jacko take the fall?
8: He said they all hated him, but I could see their side. He'd swindled them all one way or another. Maybe that little sister of his. They never got on. You mean Hester? That's her. Saw her on the cliffs on my way to work just now, crying her eyes out. I offered her a hanky, but she just looked right through me. Stuck up cow.
2: (laughs) Hester! Hester! Come away from the edge! (laughs) Don't! It's all right. I've got you.
3: What are you doing here?
2: I won't let any more deaths come from this.
3: It's all over with Don, with my family.
2: Is there something you want to tell me, Hester? Oh, you think I'm the killer too? Well, why else would you be trying to kill yourself?
3: Philip kissed me. Mary will never forgive me. It's your fault. You've ruined everything, and now you think I'm the killer. It must have been you who kissed Philip. He can hardly move. He can move more than you think when he wants to. But Philip? Mary will tell the others a little turn on me.
2: So so Philip could be the killer.
3: What? I'd never even considered. But he could have. Uh, Philip wouldn't hurt anyone. But He's capable.
2: He's been very keen to cast suspicion on the rest of you, and, and Mary would cover for him.
3: Not anymore. Not after she saw him kiss me.
2: Well, if Philip is the killer, Mary could be in danger. We, we have to get back.
6: Mary, is Dr. Calgary here? I have no idea, Tina. Excuse me. What's happened? Are you leaving? I've called a cab. Say goodbye to father from me. I don't know when I'll be back. Where's Philip? Philip can rot in hell for all I can.
7: Tina, I wasn't expecting you for tea. Is Philip in his room? I assume so. That's why I'm taking his tea. What's the matter? I've just seen Mary. I think they've had a row. But let me take the train. Of course. Let me get the door for you.
2: Mary!
6: Thank God you're all right. I'll never be all right again, thanks to you, Hester. Excuse me, this is my cab. Is Philip in your room?
3: I... Kirsten!
7: Quickly, come on.
3: Tina! She fainted.
7: Drop the tray.
6: I <sighs> Tina? Tina, wake up. I need to call an
7: ambulance. Where's Philip? <sighs> Look, please, don't open What's the door. What's going on? We heard a scream. Well, why shouldn't he open the door? Tina has fainted. Gwenda, will you please attend to her wrath? I go to the phone. Yes, of course. Ooh. Poor Tina. But why did she faint, Kirsty? <sighs> I need to call the police. Please do not open the door until they arrive. Why not? What's wrong with Philip? Stop her, please. Dr Calgary, she
0: mustn't no. see. Philip?
4: In Ordeal by Innocence by Agatha Christie, Arthur Calgary was played by Mark Umbers, Gwenda by Jacqueline Deferreri, Kirsten by Vanda Opolinska and Hester by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Jacko was played by Arthur Hughes, Leo by Sean Murray, Mickey by Joel McCormack, and Tina by Karis Ellery. Philip was played by John Norton, Mary by Prianga Burford, Hewish by Michael Bertenshaw, and Maureen by Georgie Fuller. Ordeal by Innocence was dramatized by Joy Wilkinson, and the director was Mary Pete.